you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rule book and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman. From hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more, whether you are pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Are you ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Serial entrepreneur Prerna Gupta is the founder and CEO of Telepathic, the umbrella company behind Hooked, the number one storytelling platform in the world, reaching 100 million Gen Z viewers. She has reached over 1 billion consumers with her apps, where she has harnessed the power of tech to do good. After garnering over a decade of success building Web2 apps, Gupta has recently embarked on a new initiative, launching a music video NFT social platform, Mysterious, with a diverse group of founding artists. Telepathic's investors include Ashton Kutcher, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Mariah Carey, Jamie Foxx, and Joe Montana, just to name a few. Perner has also been named one of the most influential women in tech by Fast Company, and her writing has been featured in New York Times, Vogue, and TechCrunch, among others. Needless to say, this woman is an incredible powerhouse whose story will inspire you. So on this episode of Work Party, Perna is sharing her experience being on the forefront of Web3, the future of social media and short-form video in the metaverse, and the importance of getting more women and non-binary people involved in the space. So without further ado, welcome Prayer not to the work party. Thanks, Jacqueline. It's a pleasure. So you have a BA in economics from Stanford, and you've been recognized, as I said, one of the most influential women in tech by Fast Company, among other big wins, which is very impressive. So how did you uncover and then foster this relationship with technology growing up? And was this always something you wanted to pursue? Yeah, you know, I wasn't like a tech geek or anything in in high school or even in middle school. I was a geek, though. I mean, I was always a nerd and really into, you know, doing well in school and learning. I had a lot of curiosity. But when I think about what I wanted to be growing up, you go through different phases, but there are three things that really that I remember that stand out to me as, you know, this is what I want to be when I grow up. The first was an inventor. The second was a writer. And the third was a singer. These were my passions. These were the things, the way in which I wanted to have an impact on the world. And 
Then when I graduated from high school, I went to college at Stanford University and tech is obviously in the air. It's here in Silicon Valley. There were so many people. This was, I, I started university in 2000, right after the big dot-com bust, but it was still this idea that you could be an entrepreneur and use technology to have an impact on the world. It was just everywhere. It was in the water. And I took some computer science classes at Stanford, and that was where I really started to see how powerful tech could be and how creative it was as a tool to kind of bring these new experiences into the world. And ultimately, that was when I, I kind of had this, started to have this desire to use technology to invent new types of products that helped kind of change the way that we interact with culture through whether it's through storytelling or music or some combination of these things. I love that. So for anyone who might not be familiar, can you tell us what telepathic is, hooked and now mysterious? And first of all, love all the company names. So fun. <laughs> Thank you. So telepathic, like you mentioned, it's an umbrella company. And our vision with telepathic has always been to use the technical innovations of the time to impact culture and change the way that we interact with art and with each other through digital entertainment. We, our first product that we launched was Hooked and Hooked is a storytelling app for Gen Z. We tell stories in short form text and video and we have reached hundreds of millions of young consumers around the world in their social feeds. And our goal was always to kind of create a, a more meaningful type of content in people's social feeds. So rather than just everyone kind of being addicted to, you know, selfies and, and inane, this sort of inane content you see in, in your social feeds day in and day out, our thought was, can we put stories into people's social feeds and give them a deeper experience when they're scrolling? And, and that's what Hooked has been. And uh, it's been an incredible journey. And We've had a much bigger impact than we had, I think, ever envisioned in the beginning. And Hooked sort of took over the company for many years. But in the past year or so, as Web3 has started to take off, we started to feel that there was an opportunity to, to do something again in, in the world of entertainment, in the world of art, in the world of culture, and rethink how we interact socially online using short form media. And in this time, we're really focused on short form video again and starting with music videos. And that's the new product we've just launched, Mysterious. Love it. So being on the forefront of Web3 during this time is exciting, I'm sure, rewarding, I'm sure, but also tricky because it is a new landscape to navigate you. So what has been the most challenging aspect of diving into Mysterious? It's always hard diving in at the very beginning, you know, when an industry is taking shape, when a, when a technology is first coming up, because we don't know <laughs> what the technology can do. And human behavior is evolving so rapidly as this technology is coming up. And in many ways, this has really been the story of my career. I've been a founder since I graduated from, from Stanford 18 years ago. And in the beginning, my first company was in the social networking space. Facebook had just raised its Series A funding. Social networking was new. Nobody believed it was going to be a thing. And I, I started a social networking site for Indians in India. You know, after that, I did music creation apps at the very early days of, of the iPhone and the App Store. And now with Mysterious, launching a social video platform in the early days of Web3. So this is really what gets me excited. I love these moments when new te technologies are coming up and gaining adoption. 
but it's really hard because the the landscape is evolving so rapidly and no one it's truly the wild wild west you know you don't know what's going to happen you don't know how human behavior is going to change a lot of the technologies that you use to build initially become obsolete a year later so you have to just be super agile super flexible um, really open-minded and adapt to the landscape as it's changing with web 3 there's a whole additional element and you know this happened i think with web 1 and web 2 as well but the market volatility is it's exponential i think than from what we experience with web 1 and web 2 because so many people are investing in these cryptocurrencies and that impacts the adoption both in a good way and in a bad way we have just experienced a pretty significant market crash in crypto and in web3 in general and and that definitely impacts things but i think the most important thing is build for the long term, create a vision that you truly believe will have an impact over 10, over 20 years and just stay focused and keep your nose to the ground and, and keep building. Yeah, absolutely. And feel you on the market crash. I feel like all of my my crypto bros that were bragging about being millionaires all of a sudden have gone very quiet on, on the apps. But, you know, as you said, build for the long term. So I love that. So for anyone who's listening and is like, what are you talking about? What is Web3? Can you give us a fast and easy definition of what you consider Web3 and how you think it's going to evolve over time? Yeah. Web3 really is is a belief that the internet will be reshaped by blockchain technology and it's a belief that many people in silicon valley and in the tech ecosystem at large hold and it is you know now a catch-all phrase that we use those of us who are building in in the ecosystem use to describe products and projects and people and investors that are building new new ideas using blockchain technology. Taking a quick break to talk about sponsors for this episode, Face Foundry. When it comes to self-care and personal hygiene, who has the time or money to go from salon to salon, finding the best treatments, and at times paying more than we should? I know I don't. Sometimes it's exhausting and it feels like another thing on my to-do list when it should be a super relaxing experience. And if you're like me and you care about the products that go on your skin, then it's time to check out Face Foundry. Face Foundry is an efficient and effective focused facial bar specializing in all things face. That includes facials, lashes, brows, and skincare. Their mission is to help people feel good because when you feel good, you do good. And the world always needs more of that. What I love about Face Foundry is that the experience is thoughtfully curated, and when you walk into any of their salons, you are immediately welcomed by their skin experts. Rather than tearing apart the current state of your skin or eyebrows or whatever it may be, these experts make you feel right at home and meet you where you are in order to help you reach your hashtag skin goals, no matter what. Education and inclusivity are always at the forefront of everything they do, and I love supporting a brand whose values align with my own. To break it down, your designated skincare expert will examine your face, give you the facial, and ask questions along the way to learn more about your skincare needs so they can better recommend products for your unique skin type. They're committed to personalizing the experience for every single customer who walks through the door, and who doesn't love that? 
Every time I leave, my skin feels so soft, so refreshed. And the best part is that with their growing franchise, you can access Face Foundry wherever you are. I also love Face Foundry is a spa that is solely face focused. They make result-driven skincare approachable, affordable, and accessible. And while you wait for that extra special IRL experience, you can also check out their specialty products online. My go-to is the Collagen Spritz. Collagen Spritz is good for any skin type, any skin concern, and any age. Even better, it's perfectly sized and perfectly priced at $42. I also love good clean skincare brand and Face Foundry's products are all free of parabens, dyes, silicones, and all the things we just don't want on our face. This product is the best because of its versatility. It can be used at any time of day as a serum, makeup setting spray, or light refresher. I use it twice a day for the best results. So if you haven't already, please go check out Face Foundry. When you visit their site, you can discover all of their amazing products, whether online or in person. I have nothing but good things to say about this brand. I love their company and their products. They are truly the best. So don't miss out on Face Foundry. Use code PARTY at checkout for 20 bucks off your first service or online order. Visit facefoundry.com or at facefoundry on IG for more info. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Earlier, you made a good point. Music videos are the cultural currency of our time. You know, obviously, we all remember MTV and then YouTube and now TikTok. So Web 1, Web 2. Can you explain how music videos will bring mass audiences into Web 3 and what you think this will look like? Yeah. So for me, I have been music has been a huge part of my life forever. And so I have been I have felt the impact of music videos since I was a teenager, as you mentioned, with with MTV in the early days, you know, watching TRL every day, talking with friends and and just we think about memes as something that came up in the digital world. But memes were really big when I was a teenager, too, and we didn't have the Internet and they were driven through music videos and the hot new music video of the week would be the thing that, you know, little lines that we repeated throughout the day in school. And with YouTube, music videos drove adoption of YouTube. With TikTok, it's not a coincidence that music videos were the first thing that got big on on TikTok and and on Musical.ly, which was built entirely around music videos. And the reason for that is that music videos is how we establish and and really distribute culture around the world. And it's one of the biggest things that, that has happened through TV, Web 1, Web 2, and now Web 3 is that that culture is becoming increasingly global. And so you need for culture, a type of currency that everyone in the world respects basically. And I believe that that is the music video. And the reason why is because we are wired as humans to respond to music. And it's one of the main ways that we bond as societies. So I think the music video is a very powerful cultural artifact. And it is, I believe the thing that will bring mass audiences into Web3. 
I love that. I mean, never forget pop-up video. Truly one of my favorite shows of all time. Everyone wanted to know how the music videos remain. So I love this. And to your point, previous to being TikTok, TikTok was Musical.ly, which was all about music. So, 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 so incredible and such great insight. And speaking of insight, you recently wrote a piece for TechCrunch outlining the five NFT trends that will bring social media audiences into Web3. So can you elaborate on some of those examples? Yeah, definitely. So we're kind of at a pivotal moment in Web3. And the first wave that that's happened over the past you know few years, it, it's been really the crypto bros that you're talking about who got in early, they made a bunch of money, they're out, you know, spouting, you know, hyping up different coins, trying to trying to kind of like, you know, flip the investments that they've made and, and make a quick buck. But what I think is most exciting, one of the things that has emerged out of this kind of last wave in Web3 has been NFTs. And NFT stands for non-fungible tokens. And it's a way for people to buy digital goods and prove that they are the owners of those digital goods. And I believe that this is a really fundamental innovation. And it is primarily a social innovation. And it is going to change the way that we express ourselves socially online. I think one of the really cool things that we're going to come see come out of this next wave of NFTs as the major social media platforms start to integrate NFTs into the, the key functionality. So Twitter started with NFT verification from your pro, for your profile photos. Instagram has recently released a beta, which most people don't have access to, but a handful of people do, which allows you to upload verified NFTs into your Instagram feed. TikTok will, I'm sure, be following suit soon. As these major platforms start to incorporate NFTs, the type of content that we create is, is going to fundamentally change. And one of the most exciting areas that I see will be how, you know, the way in which NFTs combine with AR technology, AR, VR, Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok obviously have in, have introduced and Snapchat, you know, several AR features over the years that allow us to change how we look in the the videos that we post and the photos that we post. Imagine a world where, you know, influencers and celebrities can create their own custom AR filters that are NFTs. That mean that means for example, let's say Kim Kardashian launched a series of makeup filters on Instagram and each one was an NFT and I could buy one individual makeup filter that that Kim K launches and it's just mine. So it's a way for me to start to express myself and, you know, change, you know, change and alter the way that I look on on social media but in a way that's just unique to me and it's not like one of a million, right? It's not us all looking the same. It's me being able to express a unique digital identity using NFTs. And I think that that's ultimately going to be a very empowering tool. So interesting. So you talked a little bit about being you know, a creator and filters and all these things. What is your prediction in terms of where the creator economy might be headed in terms of Web3? Because obviously we've seen the rise of the creator with TikTok and Instagram, you know, heavily monetizing their lives. Where do you see this going with Web3? I think Web3 is going to be a sea change for creators and a very welcome change for, for all of us, both as creators and as consumers. With Web2, Web2 was a, a democratizing force for all of us because it allowed all of us to become creators and to express our, our creative identities online. And that was amazing. 
but it has, I think Web2 has really reached its limits and we're, we're kind of stuck in this trap, collectively in this trap where we're all addicted to these feeds that are dominated by ad optimizing algorithms. And what these ad optimizing algorithms force us to do, it forces creators to create clickbaity content, really low quality content that they can churn out, you know, quickly and constantly. The, and it it forces consumers to kind of, you know, be in a sense addicted to this content that that's super clickbaity because those are that's the type of that's the flywheel that keeps these these social networks alive because they have to monetize through billions and billions of views on ads. This, I think, has led us all, honestly, I think it's making our society sick. And this is not to say anything negative about the social platforms themselves. I don't think they're evil people doing this on purpose. It's just sort of this thing that we're all stuck in. But Web3 is going to revolutionize this because it it changes the economics. It, it creates a new type of business model where people can will actually pay for digital content. And what that allows creators to do is take a step back and slow down, spend time creating more meaningful content that is actually has value, you know, enough value that people are willing to pay for it. And creators can start to make a living making more thoughtful content and that allows consumers to break out of this trap of being addicted to clickbaity content and really spend time engaging with content that's meaningful and that makes them happier so i'm really excited both as a creator myself but also as you know a, a tech founder who likes to build social products and entertainment products because i think that there's an opportunity for us to really reshape how we interact with each other and how we interact with with content online this episode is brought to you by our lovely sponsor gusto so now that we've been living through the great resignation in the era of the side hustle more and more people are dreaming of having their own business and i love how this new chapter is almost giving people that permission they need to go after their big ideas scale their small business but all that being said having your own business no easy feat it also means running your business and it's not always as glamorous as it appears trust me if you're living your entrepreneurial dream but struggling with a tedious admin test then you definitely want to check out gusto whether it be payroll hr or employee benefits let gusto help you focus on the big picture items with gusto you can get access to all-in-one payroll and hr systems specifically created and targeted for growing small businesses from full service payroll benefits to team management tools benefit breakdown, and more, Gusto makes it easy to support your hardworking team in one intuitive platform. Another thing I love about Gusto is its visual appearance and appeal. This platform is loved by both businesses and employees alike because the experience is super seamless. For businesses, having everything in one place saves time since you no longer have to worry about jumping from application to application. And employees love that the interface is super modern, fresh, and super intuitive. With Gusto, more customers are able to run payroll in 10 minutes or less. Wow. And Gusto helps with the hard stuff too. Don't know how to file payroll taxes. Gusto's got you covered. Gusto can keep your team on track so you can focus on moving your business forward. Our Create and Cultivate team has been using Gusto for years now, and we get nothing but positive feedback from our employees on how easy and simple it is to use. I'm obsessed and know you will be too. I log in, I can see everything I need to know in one glance without the hassle of keeping track of a bajillion spreadsheets. This platform is everything, you guys. Trust me, check it out, and I promise you will not be disappointed. Join the more than 200,000 new and growing businesses that are using Gusto to build a great workplace for their employees. 
right now, Gusto is offering our listeners three months free at gusto.com slash party. Get easy payroll, benefits, HR, and a happier team. So go to gusto.com slash party for your first three months free. That's gusto.com slash party. And now a word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Shopify. Wow. I can't tell you guys how satisfying it is to hear that little Shopify notification in the background while I'm working. It's such a great motivator and the sound of another sweet, sweet sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform that will help you start, run, and scale your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs like myself the resources we need to sell anywhere, anytime, synchronize in-person and online sales, as well as stay effortlessly informed. Though these features were once reserved for big businesses only, Shopify gives upstart startups, small businesses, and established businesses alike the tools they need to sell and succeed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless opportunity and Shopify's got your back. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Like mine, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach your customers online, across social networks, e-com, and more with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and so much more. With Shopify, you can synchronize your online and in-person sales starting right now. You'll gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting, conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than just a storefront, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash party, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash party right now. That's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash party. And now back to the show. With Web3 also comes a lot of really good things, a lot more choice, a lot more control. Can you talk to us about data privacy, how it relates to decentralization, and how Web3 could potentially put an end to the monopolistic tech giants who are currently dominating the industry? Yeah, this is one of the most fundamental opportunities with Web3 and one of the biggest differences between Web2 and Web3. With Web2 these companies came up really as data giants you know they everything that their power was in the fact that they collect massive amounts of data about every individual and that allows them to create products that are incredibly engaging for all of the individuals that are that are you know participating in the system which is basically everyone in the world now Again, as I said in the beginning, Web 2 was really empowering for all of us, and I think it's done a lot of good. But now that all of us, almost everyone in the world is online and we're living the majority of our lives online, it's no longer an optimal situation. And this idea that a handful of companies own and control all of our data is really, really restrictive. And the promise of Web 3 is that all of that data will be instead of being controlled by a handful of companies and being in their private servers, all of that data will be on the blockchain, which means that it will be transferable. No single entity will own that data. The person who creates that data, i.e. each individual user, will own that data on the blockchain and will be able to take that data wherever they want. So, for example, one of the One of the ideas that has come up around Twitter is what if Twitter were decentralized and it wasn't just Twitter, you know, the corporation that owned all of the the tweets that people were making, but it were on the it was on the blockchain. Anyone could create a new front end around, you know, the, the data that's being given to Twitter 
And as a user, you can choose to go to that different front end if you want to. And this is a really revolutionary idea that is going to, you know, I think a lot of good will come out of it. But I think it's important to say with anything, there's a lot of good and there's also some bad. And so, you know, I don't think that it's it's necessarily going to be a utopia. Web3 won't be a utopia. It's humans ultimately that decide how technologies are used. And there are people that will always be there to exploit technology, no matter, you know, whether it's the most amazing technology in the world. So I think we're still going to have plenty of issues to work through in Web3, but I do believe it's going to be an important step forward for us. Yeah. And one of those issues is that 81% of the users and investors in the Web3 space are men. So why do you think this is such a male-dominated initiative? And how can we start to embed diversity and inclusion and accessibility into its DNA to change the face of this space early on? Yeah, this is such an important point. I mean, the reality is every single tech revolution has been male dominated. I'm guessing if you looked at the stats for Web 1 and Web 2, they were probably even worse (laughs) than what we're seeing for Web 3. So this is just this is these are just the systems that we live in. And it's just it's the rich get richer. You know, why is Web 3 dominated by men? Well, because men also still dominate Web 2. They're the ones that have the most money. They have you know, the, the most connections with each other and they continue to support each other's projects. And it's really hard for new people that are different to come in and break through. It's also because Web 3 was initially dominated by finance and finance is again, a very male dominated industry. So, you know, that's what it is, but it is I think one of the most exciting things is that because there have been women that have come up in Web 2 and women who have some have established themselves and have you know some experience and have connections of their own, we're coming together and we're saying, no, we're not going to we're not going to take this this time around. We're getting in on this early and we're going to support each other and lift each other up and make sure that women and non-binary and diverse voices have a seat at the table. I think it's one of, like you said, one of the main ways that we will address issues early on by making sure that diversity of perspectives, it's not going to be easy. It never is, but it's going to, I think it's really important that we start early and lift each other up as this new way of life emerges. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So looking back on all your success, if you could go back to the beginning of your career with the knowledge you have now, what advice would you give your younger self? The biggest advice is just believe in yourself. I've always had belief in myself, but it's also wavered. And when I look back at where I was at the beginning of my career, I had so much anxiety, you know, will I succeed or will I not? What happens if I fail? And over over almost two decades now, I realize I look at the arc of my career and it was always trending in the direction of success because I kept going and because I had unique things to offer the world. And I knew that deep down, but there were so many moments when I doubted myself because I felt myself failing at times. And I think I would just look back and say, you know, don't worry about those moments because it, you know, it, it goes in this curve where it, there are ups and downs, but that trend is always up and to the right as long as you don't give up. I love that. And what can we expect to see from you and Mysterious this year? Anything you can share? Yeah, we are working on a new social app, a mobile app incorporating NFTs and blockchain technology. And our goal is to 
fundamentally reshape how we interact and socialize online. I believe that we are in a suboptimal place right now in Web2 and social Web2 social media is making us collectively sick. It's making us unhappy. And I, I am dedicating my life to, to trying to change that and help us interact online in a much more healthy and nourishing way, in a way that celebrates art and beauty of life and the mystery of life. Absolutely. Well, we cannot wait to see what you do next. Let's wrap with some sentence finishers. Here we go. I am not productive unless my day starts with... Muesli. Oh, secret ingredient. My number one piece of financial advice for entrepreneurs is? Find arbitrage opportunities. Mm, Good one. A non-negotiable for my business is? Be kind. Success to me is? The ability to spend my time doing what I love with people I love. Mm, That's a good one. And the most rewarding thing about being a founder is? The ability to create and to have an impact with my own creations. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Prerna. And can you tell everyone where they can follow you and your businesses online? Thanks, Jacqueline. I'm on Twitter at Prerna Gupta and on Instagram at Prerna Gupta. Amazing. Thanks so much for being on Work Party. Thanks, Jacqueline. This was awesome. For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party.